Jen Psaki in the White House now ignoring all questions about the Hunter Biden laptop, referring it over to his representatives. But they're also ignoring a question about a three and a half million dollar payment that came from a Russian oligarch over to one of Hunter Biden's companies. We're going to see exactly what's going on here. Here is Jen, though, just deferring on the question. Not my problem. Hunter doesn't work here with the government. And watch this young man's face. He is a little bit aghast, I think at her response. The New York Times has authenticated emails that appear to have come from a laptop abandoned by Hunter Biden in Delaware. Um, the president previously said that the New York Post story about this was a bunch of garbage and that it was a Russian plant. Does he stand by that assessment? I've pointed the Department of Justice and also to Hunter Biden's representatives. He doesn't work well. in the government. All right, we're going to watch that one more time. Here he is one more time. When she says, I'm going to refer that over to the Justice Department. Watch this little thing he does. He goes, whoop. Justice, what are you talking? I asked you. That's a question for the White House. I didn't ask about Hunter. I asked about your perspective. Justice Department, what? Here Department it is. of Justice and also to Hunter Biden's representatives. He doesn't work in the government. See that? One more time. Let's watch it again. Department of Justice and also to Hunter huh? Biden's representatives. What? He doesn't work in the government. Yeah, he doesn't work in the government. No, but your boss does, Joe Biden. That's Hunter's daddy. And we got questions about the two of them palling around together hanging out. So other people are asking, Jen, listen, you said something back in October that you did not think that this was real. You thought it was all Russian misinformation. We've heard that horse beaten to death. Uh, do you stand by that assessment, Jen? And if I may, um, you asked about Hunter Biden's laptop. You also, in October 2020, dismissed it as Russian disinformation. Do you stand by that assessment? Again, uh, I'd point you to the Department of Justice and Hunter Biden's representatives. Um, I'm a spokesperson for the United States. He doesn't work for the United States. Yeah, but it was your and, statement, okay, Jen. We'll the last one here. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I have two questions. Unbelievable. But it was your statement, Jen. That's the whole point. Back in September and October, you said things like this. You thought it was all broad disinformation, even though Ducey was telling you that people like Politico and others confirmed that a lot of this stuff was real. So, Jen, it's not about Hunter Biden. We're not asking about him. We're asking about you. Do you stand by your statement and the information that you as a representative of the United States government, we're relying upon to make statements like this. The president has said, and you have tweeted, that allegations of wrongdoing based on files pulled from Hunter Biden's laptop are Russian disinformation. There is a new book by a Politico reporter that finds some of the files on there are genuine. Is the White House still going with Russian disinformation? I think it's broadly known and widely known, Peter, that there was a broad range of Russian disinformation back in 2020. Broad range. Okay, so now are you expanding the scope of this? Was the broad range inclusive of the Hunter Biden laptop? Because we now know that it was not. We now know that the New York Times confirmed that it is, in fact, authentic, something that we all knew. We were looking at it. We heard from Tony Bobulinski way back before the election even took place, all corroborating the evidence. And we saw photographs of Hunter Biden involved in many of the precarious activities. So it was very real to all of us. But for some reason, the White House, oh, I know it's because they don't want to be uh, castigated over the coals because they lied about the whole thing all the way up in the months leading to the election. So now that we know it's true and authenticated, we got to ask Jen about some of the deets, the details, very important on these things. Jen, uh, now that it is real, and now that we know that you don't want to talk about it and you're uh, referring all this stuff over to the Department of Justice and to uh, Hunter Biden and his people, there is a little bit of an issue we got to ask about because you are, of course, still working for the White House, which is uh, Joe Biden's office, which is Hunter's daddy. And he is the president. So if he is involved in some of these things that Hunter, uh, the emails tend to show he is, that might be a conflict of interest based on the current 
global environment that involves Russia and Ukraine, which is where Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma getting paid $83,333 a month, which if you add that up is a cool million a year. So Jen, we got questions now about all these details. Jen, uh, there was a person who paid Hunter or one of his con companies, one of his conglomerates, three and a half million dollars. We got questions about that now that all of these records have been authenticated. Let's listen to that question before we learn a little bit more about it. Um, on Russia, uh, you told me last year that you were unfamiliar with the Senate report that alleged that the first son or a company linked to the first son received $3.5 million from the richest woman in Russia. Uh, subsequent reporting indicates that President Biden, when he was vice president, had a dinner in Georgetown with the same woman in 2015. Um, this uh, Yelena Batarina, she has not been sanctioned yet by the U.S. government. How is President Biden navigating conflicts of interest when it comes President to uh, sanctioning people who have done business with his family? And can you explain to us what this $3.5 million was for? Can you explain to us, Jen, what these $3.5 million that apparently came from somebody named Yelena, who's a Russian oligarch, how those got into Hunter Biden's, uh, you know, pants, I guess. Here is a little bit more about that. Now, you notice this question, though, before we jump is to Jen about Biden and his conflicts of interest. It's not about Hunter Biden. We'll come back to that. But what is he talking about? Who is this person? Yelena Batarina. You can see this article written here by Miranda Devine says that she is somebody who paid three and a half million dollars. Nice. Into a bank account associated with Hunter and his business partner, Devin Archer, business partner, was not sanctioned along with other oligarchs. Oh, so this woman here, her name is Yelena, not sanctioned. Very convenient that Hunter Biden got a three and a half million dollar payday. And so Miranda is asking, why not? Was it oversight? Was it a favor? It's a serious question that deserves a serious answer, Jen. And that's what this guy was asking about. You know, these are sanctions going on all over the world now. They're trying to get McDonald's out of there for crying out loud. And so what we're seeing is a couple people who kind of escaped that net. Here's one of them. Very curious why that might be. Wikipedia tells us that she is a billionaire Russian businesswoman based in London, though. So she's out of the hot zone, married to somebody until he died in 2019, founded in Tenko investment and construction company, was the richest woman in the world at 1.2 billion. Uh, I'm sorry, in Russia at 1.2 billion until somebody named Tatiana, ugh, Tatiana, beat her 1.4 billion. Typical Tatiana, just just jumping ahead of course, of Yelena. And so there's a duking it out over there. First and second place. She's got two kids and uh, got a lot of money. And she gave some of that money to Hunter Biden. You can see here wired three and a half million dollars February for on Valentine's Day. That's beautiful to Rosemont Seneca Thornton, a consortium formed between Rosemont Seneca, the firm founded by Hunter Archer and Chris Hines and the Thornton group. So you can see these two people here, of course, Hunter Biden, in, uh, you know, whatever look he's going for there. And then we've got his pal, Devin Archer, and we've seen these names before. We talked about them here. We've talked about uh, this at length. This was one of the subpoenas that went out. And remember the holding group here, right? This is Rosemont Seneca, and we've also got Rosemont Seneca Thornton. So we can see that some of those names kind of popped up here and we can't really tell. We certainly know that we've got Rosemont Seneca here. And remember, this was the subpoena that went over to uh, Chase Bank. It's basically saying we want records for uh, these businesses, saying that a lot of this was going over to the Bank of China. Here we've got Rosemont Seneca. I do not see something called like RST, but we do see RSTP and we have RSTP to Alpha, RSTP to Bravo. And so you don't, you don't know if it's like, 
uh, Rosemont, Seneca, Thornton, P, somebody. Rosemont, Seneca, Thornton, P2, Alpha Bravo, right? They're running out of names uh, with all of their slush funds. And they've got Seneca Global Advisors and Rosemont Seneca and Barisma Holdings and then all of these other holdings. And so there's a lot of questions about this. Who'd they go to? Where did it end up? The wires were flagged, according to Miranda Devine, when they were uh, transmitting these monies, saying that they got caught up in suspicious activity reports by Department of Treasury. Hunter's lawyer denied this, saying uh, the claim that he was paid three and a half million is false. Well, that got it got flagged and it there was a Senate Republican inquiry by the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee. So it sounds like there's a record that this transaction took place. Somebody knows that the money was sent. Where'd it go? Who received it is what she's asking. Did they pay any taxes on that? Where'd that money end up? It's a lot of money, three and a half million dollars. And so you think that it's a serious question. It involves the president. It involves Russia. It involves a Russian oligarch. It involves the president's son, Hunter Biden. Three and a half million dollars on the board of Burisma. Might be like a question that you would worth want to answer. Right, Jen? No. I don't have any confirmation of the accuracy of that report, so I have no more further okay. details. About conflicts of interest, though, how he's navigating those when deciding sanctions. What would be his conflicts of interest? Uh, well, his son's company allegedly got $3.5 million. Dollars from which I have no confirmation of, and he has continued to sanction oligarchs more than we've ever sanctioned in oh. the past. I'm not sure that's but a conflict of interest. No, but not the one that has the conflict of interest, Jen. So do you see what she did there? First of all, I don't believe any of your unsubstantiated reports. She didn't say it was Russian disinformation. She probably was like really dripping. I, ugh, don't say it. Don't say it, Jen, because people are going to make fun of you if you do. And she didn't say it, but she said it doesn't have any more information. Can't corroborate it. Not a conflict of interest because they're sanctioning all of the other Russian oligarchs. The one that everybody's asking about. Don't worry about her. Don't worry. The three and a half million. It's totally uncorroborated. What are you talking about? Got a, I've got an update on my computer. Here we can see New York Post tells us seven weeks after the wire transfer, we get Hunter and Archer. They fly out to Lake Como in Italy. They have a meeting at her estate with a bunch of Russian oligarchs. <laughs> can you believe this crap? A year later in April 2015, Batarina and her husband, the former corrupt mayor of Moscow and political ally of Putin, Yuri Luzkov, would appear on a guest list that Hunter prepared for dinner in Washington, where his father, who was the vice president at the time, would meet with his son's overseas business partners from Russia, Ukraine, and Kazakhstan. So they're all, they've all been to the same parties. They're at war with each other sort of now, but they've been to the same parties in 2015. After the Post published details of that dinner last year, White House quietly admitted, oh yeah, Biden did go to that meeting but only briefly. Sorry about that. The, that's a pretty important admission, says Miranda, because of the election, during the election campaign, they denied it, clearly. And it wasn't just during the election. I mean, they denied this stuff indefinitely. Here was July 9th. This was provided over by MRC TV. Jen Psaki saying, look, 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 president doesn't do business with his son. The president does not discuss business dealings with family members, and otherwise I'm not going to respond to Rudy Giuliani's lawyer. Oh, okay. So that was July 9th. But now we're starting to see that a lot of these emails are confirmed because the New York Times authenticated it. Uh, 
Finally, thanks guys. We see here, this came out October 14, 2020, right before the election took place. Smoking gun email shows Jen Psaki's a liar, or at least Biden is, or whoever is feeding her information are straight up lying. Here, this came from that same person, Vadim Pozarski from Ukraine, says, Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to DC and giving me the opportunity to meet with your vice president father. Nice to spend time together. Really an honor. Would be nice to hang out some more. Maybe we can do more deals when you're getting your $83,000 a month when you're back on our board here in Burisma, even though you've got no experience in natural gas or oil. Hmm. So you can see that the White House is going to continue to ignore this. Meanwhile, they have uh, apparently some pretty massive conflicts of interest involving major payments from Russian oligarchs. Everybody knows that the Russian oligarchs uh, should basically be you know, at the bottom of the ocean, according to uh, everybody else out there. And the big question is, why isn't Joe Biden, who's been very harsh on all of the Russians, going after the one, Yelena? Hmm. Why isn't Jen answering any questions about it? Very curious there, Jen. Let me know what you think about this down in the comments below. Continue to see where this goes. Now that we know that these uh, laptop documents are real, we're going to see where these tentacles continue to take us. And I hope you join us on that journey. I would love it if you subscribed before you got out of here. If you found this video interesting or useful, if you wanted to share it with a friend or family member, I'd love that as well. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one.